So, hello guys and uh, how are you doing? This... What? You're not <laughs> Hi guys, Adrian here on the after show. Welcome to episode 7. Uh, Ivy is currently in Haslamba. She's, uh, she's not feeling well. Uh, so this is episode 7 and we decided to do something we talked about before and that was Full Metal Alchemist. Uh, we talked about it with Ivy on the episode, the first episode, the pilot episode. Uh, Full Metal Alchemist, basically we're going to dive into Brotherhood. We're not going to focus on the other Full Metal Alchemist, we're going to focus on Brotherhood because it had the more interesting storyline. So, to kick it off, uh, Gab, um, obviously I'm here with my favorite guys. Uh, there's Gab here on my right, there's Karunji right next to me and there's the man himself. Eric Adwick. Uh, so I wanted to kick it off with you, Gabriel. Uh, Full Metal Alchemist. Obviously, we're going to jump into the story and we do an in-depth analysis. But what did you love most about Full Metal? Honestly, there's a lot the show has to offer. Uh, even the show in itself, there's a lot it has. There's a lot the show has to offer. Uh, but it's play on on uh, the theologies around religion and the power of God, or what it means to be. Uh, a deity it's, 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 it was it was very exciting to see uh, coming from an anime many anime before it have tried something like this before but yeah. uh, I, 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 I just like the way they have done it yeah yeah exactly some of the OGs yeah. so uh, Eric uh, you are actually you're advocating a lot for full metal so I, I feel like you're actually going to tell us a little bit more than Gab. what did you love about full metal and did you prefer the original to brotherhood or so, uh, first of all, I didn't even watch the full, the, the, the original. I think I tried it then. Back then, I got, got bored easily. But then Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood was actually better. Though, eh, the thing that intrigued me mostly about it was... Eh, there was so much emotion in the first in the first few episodes. There was too much. Ah, and they really made you, they really made you feel it. Eh? Ah, uh, from the, the death of the... From the from the death of their mother to the death of the colonel, the investigator, to the transmutation of a, a kid. Ah, <laughs> uh, just no, there's too much emo. There's too much emo. But I also liked how the the story was well told. Like, I like series that first confuse you, then eventually once you see everything, it makes sense, and you're like, wow, that's a nice storytelling. So uh, I think uh, speaking about the transmutation of that kid with uh, the chimera, I think one of these days I'll just transmute Gabriel with his cut because <laughs> I also get frustrated out by Gabriel. But uh, Cristiano, bringing you in, uh, what did you love about Full Metal? Uh, Full Metal was very. I watched. I first watched the first episodes of Full Metal Alchemist, and then someone advised me to not watch it. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, uh, it was Gabriel himself. Uh, <laughs> yeah, the, the man himself. But anyway, uh, Brotherhood was very interesting. I liked how uh, I liked the whole power dynamic structure of the show. How people had to do. How there were various like powerful beings who are very much in control. Yeah, and yeah, the emotions as well. Yeah, that was something. basically was such a strategy, and I would. But I want us to start from where it, everything started, and I want us to start from the beginning. And the beginning, I think, would be Hohenheim earned the homunculus. 
I think I, I got the pronunciation right. The homunculus. So basically, <laughs> basically, Hohe name. It's H O H E N H E I M. Just to make sure that our listeners get the pronunciations right. So Hohe name basically was like this uh, basic, I think, worker living in like a certain city. The city was called Zaxis. And uh, I think he got a relationship with, uh, with a, he got a relationship with like uh, a certain creature called a human class. It used to be stored in I think a bottle, and uh, they, <laughs> they basically had this. Uh, I, was, I was going to say abusive relationship, but it wasn't abusive. It was a nice relationship between the two. And uh, the human class basically had other plans for Hohenheim and the entire city of Zaxis. Uh, it was able to create a huge transmutation circle, transmuted over 1,000 souls and was able to actually get, uh, to make a copy, uh, to make copy and paste out of <laughs> Hohenaim. So, uh, looking at the stat, uh, Erika, Hohenaim and this homunculus, uh, basically, how does this feed into the entire full meta story? Okay, I think uh, the whole essence of the homunculus was he, he was he was tired of seeing how a Hohen, Hohenheim, yes, how this man was being treated as a slave. So he wondered, well, is this really your life's purpose? To simply just be a, tr- a slave for the rest of your life? Then, yes, then they think they got a break. The homunculus, because the homunculus was the only creature that knew alchemy at the time, the king wanted to look for immortality, a shortcut to immortality. So that's how they got their break. And because this, uh, him and the servant, aka the slave, were together, that's literally how the whole story began. They were just, because this one, because the homunculus was tired of seeing a slave be a slave. Being mistreated. No, being a slave. They tell you to do what, you didn't even have a name. He's actually the he was, name. He was, yeah, he was called something. He was like servant 23 or something like Exactly. So he didn't even have a name. But because of the homunculus, he got a name. So he was grateful for that. But then the only thing that turned dark was the fact that the king was looking for immortality. Yes, he took advantage of that, tricked everyone into thinking the king was going to be the one to turn immortal. Yet he had other plans, yes. Yes, so eventually, that's how the whole story begins. And I think these two are the only two who survived. Uh, so they were the, can I say, the beginning of alchemy. Yes. No, but proper, proper alchemy was taught by the two of them. Yes, the homunculus. Serious stuff after actually getting that entire body. He goes out, uh, gets this nation called a mistress. I think it was a mistress. And he basically took control of the nation. He was uh, teaching people alchemy, but and he was also kind of creating an army, creating, uh, invading neighboring nations and this entire saga. And Hoenheim, uh, on the other hand, obviously also was... He went out, he was spawned by some, I think, travelers, and they took him in and he also taught people alchemy. Basically, they were teaching alchemy, but in two different ways. Now, Hemunkia obviously was teaching a, a, a more harmful type of alchemy, and Hoenheim was treating like a, a peaceful type of alchemy, I would say. So, uh, how, what would you say was like, um, what, would, what would you say drove like, drove like these two to actually just go their separate ways? And maybe, because I thought like, to myself, I thought like Hohenheim would actually try to get revenge and try to actually find a way of actually getting like this human client to, I don't know, I thought he'd get some revenge over what happened in uh, 
in the over the chukal in Zaxis. So how did you just go into this? I think he looked at he weighed the pros and cons and looked at what could I possibly gain by going after this guy. This guy is copy paste of me pretty much. <laughs> Ten million times. <laughs> this guy is this guy Yeah, we almost spilled something. yes so he weighed the pros and cons he figured i mean i've gained this whole i've I've gained this entire uh interesting take on alchemy now i have more knowledge on on how the subject yes they had achieved the goal at that in that moment so they figured uh again like i said hoen i figured what what do you have to lose in that moment? No, what do you have to gain by going after him? What do you have to lose by just walking away from it? Yeah. Then another thing is, uh, immortality is a very eternity is a very long time. It's it's a very very it's very long time. Yes. You guys boldly chose immortality. So uh, a man of that level of intelligence, because we have to appreciate that man was a very sharp man. Yeah. Uh, so I feel like Gabriel, what you're trying to say is that Hohenheim basically said I have the rest of eternity to actually get revenge of this yeah. guy. I can actually yeah. wait it out. What's more, 1,000 yeah. years to wait? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that, that actually makes a lot of sense. So Hohenheim actually Karunji goes out and starts out his family. Obviously, meets a name, meets a woman, sorry, by the names of uh, <laughs> Trisha Ulrich, and starts out a family. They give birth to two boys ed and alphonse and uh they basically they are they're having this sort of peaceful life and they um I don't, uh, okay i would say that hoenheim was now a bit he had put everything behind and he was now focusing on his new journey before he actually learned that uh, the homuncular was actually trying to actually make a, a new transmutation cycle out of everything so yeah and to achieve to achieve more immortality yeah so i think currently let me bring you in on that so hoi and i'm actually now sitters down with Trisha Ulrich. they have these two baby boys and uh, uh obviously we've just talked about it will gabriel why hoi and i never went up after the homuncular but i want you to just give us your view on like and his family and his family i don't know man but uh <laughs> well the man the man was a good looking guy for sure <laughs> wow. Wow. yeah my g yeah my g but uh <laughs> and uh, i think and the funny thing is that none of the, the boys up until i think they their father left them they never realized who their father was yeah the true nature exactly <laughs> yes at that point in the anime we did not know who the father was but i i don't know for me personally i kind of suspected who he was and uh, oh, i will not lie to you. yeah i had a feeling uh, wha- you, 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 you can just keep on denying but it is what it is for me i knew <laughs> Okay, what did you suspect? I suspected that this guy's father had something to do with the whole evil, evil nonsense that was going. Yes. Was that before I you evil. saw the picture no. of the father Actually, of And by father, no. I mean the father of the homunculus. Not the... the homunculus. Uh-huh. Not, of, not Hohenheim. Whatever this guy calls it. Not Hohenheim. Yes, Hohenheim. First, ask the question again. There are two different people. There is the father, right? Yes. 
the father of the homunculus. Yes. Then there is the father of the two, the two boys, yes. Edward and Alphonse. Yes. Yes. So uh, for me, I, I just had a feeling that because their dad disappeared, you know how, and if you've watched so much anime, if you've watched so many movies, you, ha- you have a feeling for these things. Yeah, that the dad, the dad is somehow mixed into these things, right? Yeah. That's the feeling I had. I never thought that the dad is actually the homunculus or some shit like that. Or the father I of that. He had turned evil that was, evil. that was, no, okay. I have a feeling what Karen is also telling us that he was also able to tell, you know in Bleach how we never knew that Ichigo's dad was also a soul reaper. I have a feeling also Karen just had an idea that the Ichigo's dad also was involved in the entire soul society thing. Eh? So, Eric, talking about Hoenheim, obviously Hoenheim discovers that Homunculus is actually building a, a new, trans, tr- new transmutation cycle, leaves his family, abandons his family, and Ed and I'll leave it out to their mom. But their mom is like, uh, it gets like uh, infected by a plague and uh, she becomes sick and she dies. And I think this is like one of like the key points in the entire story. Ed and Al losing their mom. They knew a little bit of transmutation. They decided to dive into. They did know a bit about transmutation. So, uh, like uh, Eric, can't you shine some light on like how this entire the loss of their mom actually fed into the entire full metal story? Okay, uh, like we said at the beginning, alchemy is simply <laughs> butter trade. <laughs> yeah, Adrian has made it more professional, saying equivalent exchange. You give to take. But you normally get the, the equivalent of what you're giving. Yes, that's that was the whole essence of it. That's why they had. That's why they failed with the human thing because I don't think there's an equivalent for a soul. You have to know another, another soul. soul. Like yes. You get like a, a human soul, like the surprises maybe like. Yes. Like, that would not bring it wouldn't bring back a but human a being a soul for a soul some Thanos shit right here <laughs> yes yeah, so uh so these brothers because i think uh actually in the original story i think for the full metal alchemist when the father left the mom shortly later died after like like few days or months i don't know the plague hit the mom died but back then they didn't know they didn't know alchemy when the mom passed away at the time when she passed away they didn't know alchemy but 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 because they were orphans and then that whole area had no one who knew alchemy there was a flood that that lady that called izumi izumi came and then uh, saved them by building a dam then they, they they tied on her to teach them what alchemy she so after, yes, but they did not know how to do alchemy. She literally told them everything about alchemy. So now, after the training with her, they came back like, hey, now we now know some shit. We cannot do what? We cannot do the the forbidden alchemy, aka bring back a human being. From from I, what I remember, uh, they they remember when they were kids, they used to study their dad's books, the alchemy. Yeah. So they so they had, yes, that's what with that left. So they had knowledge of alchemy, and uh, I don't know. Okay, I don't know if they did not know how to do it, but the knowledge to trans to, to try and revive their mom back was from the books, and not from that chick that they met, who was building dams. Yes. <laughs> well, there was like a typhoon and a hurricane and whatnot. 
Exactly. Yeah, man. It was a damn man. Let's not get technical. Semantics, just. But anyway, okay. She prevented the whole area from flooding. Yes. So I think anyway. But yeah, as he was saying, and then they tried to revive the mom, which we learned. Yeah, it went hey very 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 badly, and then we saw we saw this shadowy dark mass with hands that grabbed onto the brother, the younger brother. What's his name? Al, yes, and uh, the gate of truth, right? I wanted, I wanted like Eric to give us some more details about the gate of truth because like I would, well, me all I would see is that they would just enter this huge gate and it had like a darkness behind it and there was also this dark creature that was a bit black, I don't know, so <laughs> it, it was No, it was like shadows <laughs> It's white but like his figure is shadows, literally It was literally the representation of yin and yang, like the white and black the oh, darkness okay. and light shadow has to exist in the presence of light Ah, nice one. <laughs> that will also bring in future in future pride, man. Let's continue. So, <laughs> yeah. So I I think that was uh, a key point in the entire story, and yeah, losing the mother was something that uh, actually uh, I think drove the brothers to actually go out and study al- more alchemy. Uh, Edward actually became a state alchemist, was recruited by Roy Mustang. I think uh, everyone will agree Roy Mustang was like the, the dopest character in the entire Full Metal Alchemist. I don't know, I don't want you guys to start saying King Bradley or some stuff like that. But Roy, Must- yeah, Roy Mustang was a senior. So, so uh, I think as we're, we've just focused a bit more of like the entire Hohenheim family. Now going back to the homunculi, the homunculi is actually going out invading nations, just doing random stuff that pisses people off. Created a few other homunculi, including I think Last Grid and and AMV. No. I think Scar is an interesting character in the entire Full Metal Alchemist. I think current as well bring you in. Obviously, Scar is out to is out to get revenge against all state alchemists because they killed his clan. It's like kind of similar to Kurapika in Hunter x Hunter. He killed off his entire clan, and uh, he wants he wants to kill any state alchemist he finds. So, uh, sharing some story on Scar. Uh, so Scar, besides the whole transmutation thing, it just that you can there are clearly uh, similarities between what we saw in the anime and what we've experienced in this world uh, different races going against each other or one race actually going against <laughs> yeah because uh, exactly like the, yeah the Jews and uh, yeah so the extermination of the Jews it seemed by by the Nazis so it seemed something like that was justified him going out to seek justice for Ishmael was justified you would say Yes, yes. From his point of view, it was justified. <laughs> of course. From, <laughs> from, from my point of view, from my point of view, obviously now from my point of view, I see that the, the, there is yeah the, the situation was actually complex and these people were infiltrated, so it's not black or white. You get. Yeah, he killed many state alchemists. Remember he killed uh, the the people actually healing him. Remember he was injured after that, that entire was civil war saga, yeah. and he killed like those guys who actually healing him. Yeah. Killed a couple more innocent people. So like uh, Eric, his revenge was in in my from my point of view, I wouldn't say it was justified. I would say it wasn't necessary. That's why you would see that even if what would happen, he would not go after policemen, the normal army. He would go after state alchemists, particularly. 
that's the reason why me i feel it was justified because he for him what he saw was these are the people who are killing me so let me go after them but the, the funny bit what i didn't understand was why he's going after the people the, some of them were just the innocent people there are some state alchemists who are not involved for example our boy our boy ed ed but uh let's gabriel like uh obviously we have to give a shout out to father we have to give a shout out to king bradley but I think that's we we have to talk about the entire bunch as it was because uh, these were some interesting characters in there. I remember last that woman who had abilities to to actually like she could, her, her clothes could actually yeah propeller nails. There's gluttony obviously as you can see. You can actually ingest stuff and uh, there's there were so many interesting characters in there. And I wanted you to actually tell me about your favorite homoeroti life from like Full Metal. Uh, Eric came, look at Eric coming on coming on all excited gluttony gluttony human <laughs> I think we now know what Eric's uh, spirit homuncula is <laughs> I don't think it does. it doesn't work that But let's first list all of them because okay, I'm forgetting okay. them. Uh, the homuncula were there was gluttony there was sloth there was uh, envy there was pride there was lust there was greed. Then there was wrath. Then there was wrath. King Bradley. So no. there were six, there seven. Were seven yeah, seven. Yeah. Like the seven, like the seven, like the seven deadly sins. Yeah, yeah, and they were respectively named after them. Uh, one of the very first ones we encounter is last. Yeah. Yes. And uh, it, the we are the babe. And in uh, standard fashion, the first one we met was the first one to be axed. She fell to the hand of <laughs> Mustang. She was blazed. The one snapped her to nothing, <laughs> to oblivion. But I thought like homunculus were basically immortal creatures, like they are, imo- they are no. philosopher's stones. Yes, but if you destroy philosopher's stone, you've destroyed it. Yes. So, yeah. uh, in the, uh, really, in reality, what the philosopher's stone was, yeah. was kind of like a cheat code. Yeah. What uh, the philosopher's stone is, mm. really, is uh, like a cheat code for extra lives. Yeah. It's like a few hundred thousand lives. So oh. every time they would snap and burn her at infernal temperatures, mm. one life would depreciate. It's not yeah. an it's not like an infinity stone of endless power. Mm. It's only as strong as the number of souls that sacrificed. That's what yeah, that were sacrificed, that was to, sacrificed make to make it. Because Gabriel, let me first get this right. Uh, yes. Father and uh, Hoinain basically when they were sucked into they were sucked into the gate of truth. Yeah. Each I think absorbed a thousand souls. They say a thousand souls, they right? Took half, half, half. half. <laughs> so a thousand souls. So basically, what Father used to do was he used to he would give up if he wants to make a nautilus. He would give up like a hundred souls to make a philosopher's stone to make a, an, another nautilus. Is that what you say? Yes. Yes. Also, uh, they were the first. When you those say two were the first, give up. What are they called? First two, what, what are they called? Homunculi. No, first two philosopher's stones. Oh, yeah. They do father, father. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, also, so, the, the two of them, mm-hmm. father and the other side, were. It took a whole city being, it took a very large population of people. Mm-hmm. I would not say a thousand. A thousand may be a bit of a small number. Yes. It was quite a lot of people. Yeah, okay. So, so like a, whole whole yeah, yeah, a whole town. Yeah, yeah, a whole town. Yeah. Sacrifice. So I think that is the purpose of the civil wars that were what. Okay. Those guys were literally being killed in order to make philosophers. So uh, Gabriel, we want to talk about favorite homunculi. Obviously, who did you find the most interesting out of the bunch? Those weirdos, those creepy guys. Ah, the coolest. Yeah. I would like to say was Wrath, the coolest. King Bradley. 
King Bradley. He maintained composure to the end. Composure. Not faith. Even when he died. He was unmoved. It reminded me of uh what's his name? Mustang again? Yeah. But Mustang, a combo of Mustang and uh the combo of Mustang and But uh what to actually when you talk about uh, King Bradley I remember that I remember that epic scene where he took out he took out a tank. When these guys know. were saying we have taken the barracks, we are now taking over the army. This yeah. guy, one guy just came up like, what? Just he's going, he's going to take it back himself. One man. Mm. And even like Major Armstrong was, and it was not enough to actually stop him. Major no Armstrong one could stop him. He went there. So I he think Envy intervened. Envy intervened. Yes, Envy just bought time, like I said. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so actually, that, that was actually an interesting fight, and I think Eric, since uh, you actually talk about King Bradley, who are your favorite homunculi? Gluttony. <laughs> this man was literally there. He was uh, okay. He was a de facto gate of truth. It's called what? What did you call it? Yeah, he was a de facto gate of truth. Actually, an interesting bunch of characters we've just looked at in there. And uh, Christian wanted to bring you in because. Uh, no, I think, uh, Christian, I know you're favorite. You're going to take King Bradley, right? <laughs> My favorite was actually Pride. Pride was... Yeah. He was... He was... He, Pride was something else. Exactly. He was... They describe him as the, the living divine essence of... of uh, what's the guy? <laughs> Of the guy who made them, like, hey, like f- father, he was the div- he was I don't know how I should say it. He was like, I don't know how pride, ah, was. pride was he too bloody. Who was the strongest monkey like? Was it Pride? Because no, yeah, at first I thought it was Wrath, but now pride. it seems like it Pride was actually was the strongest. Pride, pride was some shit. Yeah. But Wrath was some other. Ah, Pride, as long as there is light, yeah. no one. Okay, uh, actually, I wanted, I wanted us to discuss, I think, one of the saddest moments in Full Metal, and that was this alchemist who was in charge of research, uh, known as Shell Tucker. The show itself was like, I think we went too far. Like, let's pass the yeah, sad moments, because, yeah. ah, I could not believe that Montrose, like, what humans are actually capable of until I actually saw that, that scene. It was, it was really sad. All to fucking keep <laughs> his fucking state one. You know, that scene. That scene just reminds me of uh, the human centipede. Yeah. Of how that guy just combines humans from their asses to the mouth. And <laughs> <laughs> That's how messed up that shit was, man. Because I saw the... Man, you guy. It was messed up. <laughs> uh, yeah, well, a shelter can basically, I think he got... <laughs> I, I think we all felt happy when Scar showed up right on time to actually take care of Shaltaka. Much as I didn't, I didn't appreciate uh, Scar's actions, but that I would appreciate what he did to dispose of Shaltaka because that was something that really pissed me off. I couldn't like believe someone could do that out of their own own kid. So, to their own kid. To the, actually, to their own kid. So, uh, another interesting... And he had done it to his wife before. <laughs> transmitted? Yeah, he yeah. transmitted his wife first. Mm. Because apparently that was the experiment. People were impressed that he had made a, a chimera to kumbe it with his wife. Yeah. Then after they did it to his daughter, and I, uh, this man. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So uh, we have actually talked. And now I wanted us to talk about the state full metal alchemists. Obviously, I know everyone here is going to be uh, jumping on Ray Mustang's back, but 
I want us to analyze that entire bunch of, of people and like uh, Gabriel, I will start this off with you. The state alchemists, like what was most impressive about them? What did you like about them and who was your best state alchemist? <laughs> of course, I would not have to go very far. Uh, Mustang was a very exciting gentleman. Yeah. Uh, but uh, he was just the strongest for me, I feel, yeah. to look at, visually pleasing. The fights were just exciting. Just he would just snap and light a match. Co- the only time when he, when, when he went all out was when he was taking out him. Also last, last action. Even last. Even last was chiller. Last was just envy. Even envy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. Envy grew huge and they still toasted him. Remember it was wasn't it envy who killed his friend? Yes. Yeah. So it makes sense that you had to go out hard yeah. on the match. Yeah, it was actually out for like. Uh, but uh, yeah. Uh, so uh, go up your stuff. Uh, yes. Uh, but Roy Mustang aside, mm. there are those muscle bros. They are very exciting. Those, I'm strong and I'm strong. I'm and strong and his and his and his muscle friend. Oh, yeah. yeah. The, the muscle guys. The yeah, guys that was a very nice. Wait, are you talking about the guys who took us? Yes, the yes, slow. the guys that combo to take out sloth. You are muscle. Muscle. Yeah, uh, I, I think those those would be the most exciting. Yeah, Karanji, uh, who would you say was the most impressive of the state alchemists? Uh, it, it definitely Roy Mustang, man. He was just he would just touch the way you touched last and envy was so nice, man. He just yeah, epic. And you know something about fireman? Something cool about fire. The way he touched them was nice. So he's he's my best. Yeah, without a doubt. Mm, I don't think you're going to end difference. <laughs> I don't have to actually jump to you because actually, actually it would be Eric. Eric. Yes. And not because yeah. he was also a step out. He was a step out and for him, do you know what he, he did even need a transmutation circle? Yeah, what he did was that's expected. That's everyone's. It's like. Ah, but Gab, it was not expected. That's literally what made him unique. The fact that he never used the circle. No, yeah. meaning choosing Elric is expected. Yeah. It's like, it's like, who is your best player? Yeah. Ah, it's Ronaldo. What yeah. do you think? You except, except they didn't ask. They didn't ask us to choose the non-expected. <laughs> but Gab, how could you let down? How could you let down your baddest guy? This guy literally has a move. When Gab is, is interacting with you and he gets excited, he does the Eric thing and he's here. No, it's like asking you. It's like, asking <laughs> you. It's like I think it's like asking yeah. you who's like who's your favorite like uh, who's your favorite demon slayer and you immediately say what? Uh, what's uh, the main uh, Tanjiro? So it's it's very expected. Ichigo is also your best character. Let me talk about the al- alchemist. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what. No, no, get get serious. You got wait. We've seen better demon slayers. How can you start saying that Tanjiro is your best demon slayer? He's still growing. Hey. Yeah. No, I'm saying I'm, I'm, I'm telling this man. We cannot say that Tanjiro is our best. De- no, we've seen better demon slayers. Come on, man. But you're going to say the most generic expected game. Okay, no, no, the no. most generic expected answer. Like but in this case, my question still stands. Who are the state alchemists? There are very few to choose from. There are very few to choose. Obviously, was Armstrong and his muscle friend. But okay, may I say it alchemist? I wanted us. Okay, but this al- alchemist. I don't know why you just want. Mm. You why you want to go to the states? Father is like the like the beginning of alchemy, man. So you would understand. Talking about father, looking at that finale, that big finale. Obviously, I know something shocked us in there. Obviously, we never expected Hoi Nam to actually sacrifice. Okay, it was. Well, I would. I expected him to sacrifice himself. He's immortal. <laughs> He's immortal. He had to die at some point. But 
that I think the finale had so many heartbreaking moments for me. And Gabriel, I think I would start with you. What were like your best moments from that entire final showdown? The best moment for me, uh, no, nothing. It was not any of those ones. Okay, yeah, yes, but <laughs> the actual showdown it was not Bradley's going in. It was when he figured out that he could just trade his his gate for his brother. Yeah. To me, I felt ah, that was that's a very smart realization. Yeah. I would never have seen that coming. Uh, when, he, he, when he figured out that he could just trade his gate. Mm. He's, he's alchemy for Yeah, he's alchemy for the soul. brother. Uh, yes. Yeah. Uh, I think so. it was kind of reminiscent of how uh, Gon sacrificed his ability to use Nen to actually like get back his like yeah, body yeah, and yeah, stuff yeah, like that. So I have a feeling Togashi copied something from... Uh, Who was there first? Which one came out first? Anyway, both both are really old. Uh, I think Karunch can tell us about uh, Hunter X Hunter and Full Metal Alchemist, which which was released first. Christian, which was your best? What is your best moment from that entire finale? Uh, the I, best moment from that showdown was uh, was the fight between Armstrong, the sister, and the sloth. <laughs> that sloth was bad news, my G. <laughs> It was bad news. Yeah. But yeah, that was my favorite. Yeah, yeah hands so, down. Eric, your favorite moment? I already told you. Yeah. When 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 uh, King Bradley was like, these guys have taken over. Let me show you how it's done. <laughs> One man took out tanks. This man was taking out fellow alchemists. Wrath <laughs> is blood. <laughs> I respect Wrath. And I, I, I know we have talked about so many things right here on the after show in regard to Full Metal. And guys, our listeners, uh, this has been for episode 7. I hope you will be uh, thrilled to actually listen to what we have actually uh, talked about here and discussed here. Uh, tune in for episode 8 coming out soon. But uh, don't forget to follow us on all our social media platforms. We are the after show on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. <laughs> And don't forget to listen to us on Apple Music, on SoundCloud, on Anchor. Obviously, I have to give a shout out to my man here. He's looking at me uh, with so, so much excitement in his eyes. Kafunda Wines and Spirits. Kafunda Wines If you need to get yourself intoxicated, you're, you know that place to go to. I wanted to give our guests today a final word. Let's start with you, Gab. Obviously, I'm going to talk about uh, Wines and Spirits, Kafunda <laughs> Come on, you've taken the final word from me. <laughs> <laughs> you can say it again if it makes you Ah, it really does. Yes, yes uh, we have locations in Kawempe, in Pedro. Adam Wongo. Adam Wongo, side, we do deliveries, we bring the product to your doorstep. If you want the bars right where you are, we will deliver it. You are the bar itself. <laughs> we are the bar. Uh, Karoji. Uh, yeah, uh, that, that was it. That was a nice, <laughs> nice episode, and uh, yeah, look forward to being back. Eric, uh, was advocating for full metal at the beginning because it was one of the few anime I've watched. Yeah, I liked it because, um, well, there's alchemy, it gave me a whole brand new perspective on alchemy. Then I liked the way that um, Alan Edward were intelligent. Actually, now get you actually understand the title. Full <laughs> yeah. metal alchemist, brother. Yeah. So Eric obviously will still stay uncultured because we always have to remind him about which anime he has to watch. But guys, it's been a lovely time 
uh, having you listen to us on the after show. Uh, be sure to check this episode out and give us your feedback. And we are out.